I'm Brant. Brant Cannon. I'm one of the elders here. What's that? Okay, thank you. I'm one of the elders. You know, I, I help teach occasionally. Um, try to serve in that way. You know, among others. But, you know, I, I remember, I know you spoke a couple of weeks ago. You gave a brief little testimony about the first Sunday you were here. And I, I remember that Sunday. And I remember how cold it was. And I felt so bad for you because I'm like, this poor lady is freezing. You know, and we're out here. Whoa, la, la, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so first thing off the plate, you know, I have no slides. So if you keep looking up, wondering, whoever's doing the words this morning, you know, you get a break today. You don't have to pay attention to, you know, to run in the slide panel. I am not that clever. I am not that coordinated, you know, to, you know, to be able to, to do both, you know. So you don't have any slides to look. You know, you keep looking up. You go, oh, yeah, that's right. And there are no slides. I, I do also want to draw reference to um, our last series. Um, you know, now we're, we're in this series, you know, Hungry and Thirsty. Um, I do want to call back to the previous series, which was on the humble king. And in my, in my opinion, that is one of the most significant series we've had as a body. And... I just encourage you not to, you know, blow past it. You know, I wasn't here for every every message, um, but the ones I, w I was here for, you know, were impactful. And I just encourage you, you know, to, to go back and, you, you know, and, and look at them again if you, if you think you need to. You know, it's it's because it's very important and it, it lays an important groundwork you know, for for what we're doing, and it's even a thread. You you may not think that these this and that this series and that one are connected, but it, the same thread is still running. And you know, so I, I just want to make make that comment. So we are in this series, hungry and thirsty. You know, and Josh, you know, kicked it off last week, and you know, I know he said, and it's true, you know, because I as I've been studying this week, you know. If, you can just about open up any page in the Bible, put your finger down, and there's going to be some reference to eating and drinking. I mean, it's just, when you start, you know, you ever bought a car, and you'd, you'd never seen that car on the highway before, ever. You know, you never noticed any other model, you know, until you bought that model. And then the next thing you know, it's like, oh my, they're everywhere. You know, well, you know, it's the same with these scriptures. You know, you start you start looking and you go, well, there it is again. You know, they're they're eating, they're drinking. So this week, you know, Josh, you know, kind of laid the groundwork. I said last week, you know, kicked us off. You know, he also, you know, kind of sets sets up the series for us. You know, as those of us who you know, you know, help out up here, you know, preaching and teaching. You know, and he, he gives, you know, just some general, you know, hey, I think this is where we're going. This is what I'd like to see. And so, you know, I I chose or I volunteered for this Sunday. You know, I, I knew they'd be gone, you know, but then the subject he had in there was, you know, to feed my lambs. And I thought, okay, well, that's that ought to be easy enough. And I tell you, I've been on a little whirlwind of Scripture, you know, just about this. Um, 
you, you know, because it, it, it seems simple, you know, but there is some depth there. And it's, there's, there's more to it, you know, than, than what we think. And, you know, there's just like there's more to this table, you know, than a little piece of bread, you know, a little piece of some kind of manufactured cracker, you know, and the juice. And, you know, there's, there's way more to it. And, you know, we, I think we understand that. You know, it's, you know, as we make the table central, you know, that's, you know, we, we, we bring in all aspects of it. So, I want to start off in John 21, the obvious, if you, you know, if you know scripture, you know, this is the obvious passage about feeding lambs, feeding sheep. So, it's the 21st chapter of John, and I'm going to read for a little bit, because I, and I want us just to take this as it is. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it's the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it's the Lord. He wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said, bring some of the fish you have just caught. Simon Peter climbed aboard and dragged the net ashore. It was, it was full of fish, and they even numbered the fish here, 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This is now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. I tell you the truth. When you were younger, you dressed yourself and you went where you wanted. But when you're old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, Jesus said to Peter, follow me. Now, you know, there's, there's a few things in these passages I'm not going to try to even talk about this morning. You know, why did he use lambs here and sheep here, you know, or, you know, Jesus already had fish. Why did he need, you know, the fish that was in the boat? You know, I mean, you, we could, I'll leave those for other, other sermons. I just wanted to see the story kind of as it was. Um, the one thing I will draw out to is 
I'm, I'm no scholar, but I do know that in the, in, in, and I don't know if this was Greek or Aramaic or how this was written, but punctuation isn't the same as ours. You know, so anytime something is said three times, it packs a punch. There's a point to it. You know, it's not, it's not something to be glossed over. So when you see that in Scripture, you know, where something happens said in three, you know, three times, you know, pay attention. That's, that's a way of exclamation mark. The, the main point of this whole thing or that I want to look at this morning was just Jesus connected to Peter and the other disciples over a meal. You know, this, this was it. You know, he was just trying to say, you know, Jesus or Peter, this, this is my priority. You know, he, he had not ascended yet and he's still trying to impart to the disciples, listen, you know, this, this is my priority going forward. You know, take care of my lambs. So now, let's fast forward just a few pages to the book of Acts. And again, you probably, you know, can know where we're going. Acts chapter 2. You know, very, very often quoted scripture. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. You know, we, we've come through and, you know, the church is, is starting to, to move along here. And it says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Selling their possessions and goods they gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily who were being saved. I mean, that's a, that would have been an awesome thing to see. You know, to see all of that, you know, playing out. You know, and I kind of get the, you know, this is my speculation, you know. You know, it's like, oh, this is this is how it is. All right, Jesus, you can come back now. You know, because by this time he had ascended, you know, and he's, you know, given given the church, you know, the keys of the kingdom now. I mean, he's he's passed it along, you know, and then this happens. And it's like, woohoo, you know, this is, it's happening. You know, and and in their day, they most of these folks believed that Jesus was going to come back in their lifetime. You know, you know, here we're sitting two thousand plus years later. You know, still going. I wish he'd come. I wish he'd really show up. <laughs> you know, but you know, that's that's what they they thought. You know, we have we have hit it. We've made it. You know, and. Our church, you know, especially today, you know, because, and, you know, there were, now there's major cultural differences between then and now with us, you know, and we, this is, again, this is just my opinion, we've been trying to figure this out ever since, you know, because we look at this and we go, well, here's a formula, 
you know and we do our best you know to to see how this works and you know and sometimes we sometimes we get it sometimes we don't you know you know there what it boils down to is now you know it's like um well let me get to that they they were just excited i mean we are to let me um you know rephrase a phrase we're really cooking with the holy spirit now yeehaw <laughs> you know they they were country people That's right. I have the the RSV, the Redneck Standard Version. <laughs> so let's fast forward a little bit again to Acts chapter 6. 1 through 7. In those days when the number of disciples was increasing, the Grecian Jews among them complained against the Hebraic Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, It would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. Brothers, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom, and we will turn this responsibility over to them and will give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. This proposal pleased the whole group. They chose seven guys. I won't read, I take the time. They presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them. You know, so the word of God spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly, and a large number of priests became obedient to the faith. So, all right, uh, a, little, a little crack is formed in paradise. You know, because over here in chapter 2, you know, everything was hunky-dory, you know, and the church was growing, and every, every you know, we were firing on all cylinders. You know, now we get a little farther in, and all of a sudden, now we got, we got a problem. You know, this group over here was being overlooked. You know, this group over here is being favored. You know, so what are we going to do about it? You know, and if it was happening today, you know, you'd have those, you know, still clinging to Acts chapter 2 going, well, we need more preaching and teaching. Yeah. And then another group is like, well, we know we need to eat more. We need to have more fellowship. Yeah. You know, and then you, you have a group going, well, no, we need to pray more because, you know, intimacy with God is, is where it's at. Yeah. And... We, you know, we, we, we tried the formula. And, you know, this, they were presented with this problem now of, of the favoritism, you know, and, and the lack over here. And, you know, they had to come up with something. And that's, you know, that's where, you know, sometimes we, we find ourselves, you know, as a church family, as a body. You know, this happens in, in every church, you know, everywhere. You know, some may pretend it doesn't happen. You know, you know, some it's so pronounced that it's it's not even doable. 
you know, but I, I want to introduce today's spiritual concept. <laughs> Y'all are too quiet. Where's Tabby when you need her? <laughs> so, and warning, I'm going to use a word my mother would not approve of. Here's today's concept. When the sheep are in the barn, there is poop on the floor. That is not my original statement. I don't know where I got that from. I, from from another, <laughs> you know, you know. It's there's there's just always stuff, and 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 how we how we deal with it, you know, you know shows shows where we're at. I had a mom story here. Can I tell a mom story? You know, one time, me and my younger brother, she was telling us a story that she, you know, back in the days of clotheslines, you know, had put out all the sheets on the clothesline, you know, to dry. And she was telling us because she was mad because a bird had, had flown. I've probably told this story before, haven't I? So a bird had flown around the corner of the house and got caught up in one of the sheets, you know, and proceeded to soil her clean sheets. And she was mad about it. And she was she was telling my younger brother and I the story. And I'll never forget it because, again, my, my mom had certain words that, you know, so she was told us about the bird, what it did, and she said, "And you know what that bird did?" And this, I, this is no lie. It was just me, her, and my younger brother. She stopped and looked around to see if anybody else was. And we're in our own house. There's nobody else around. But this is how much she worried about saying these kind of words. She said, "That bird. You know what that bird did? It." pooped all over my clean sheets. <laughs> of course, me and my brother are like dying because mom said poop, mom said poop. But the thing, you know, as we, we look at it this morning, there, there's a lot about our character that is resolved and worked out over these times of fellowship. You know, coming to the table, you know, is a, is a risky proposition if you don't want to be bothered, you know, because chances are you might just get bothered. You know, when, when COVID hit, you know, we, just like every other church, you know, tried desperately to figure out what do we do? What, you know, how, how do we still maintain, you know, you know, and and you, you guys know, I mean, the responses to COVID was as varied from church to church, you know, as, as we are in this room. You know, some completely shut down. Some completely did online. Some, you know, were going to defy everything and meet anyway. Some, you know, I mean, there was just whatever, whatever you can think of, some church was doing it because we were all just trying to figure this out. You know, because none of us had lived through anything like this before. We don't know how to do this. You know, how do we maintain a fellowship when you're not allowed to be together? You know, it, it kind of 
just posed a huge problem to the church. And, you know, so we, we made our choice. You know, we proceeded as, as we thought best. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy to say God blessed us. You know, now, did, God, did everybody like what we did? No. I'm telling you right now, no. You know, there are some with us, not with us, you know, because of what we decided. You know, there's, there was just, it was on the floor. It was just, it, it was on the floor. You know, because you have the one group, you know, well, I wear masks to bed. And I've got two of every shot ever come out by every manufacturer. I'm morally superior. Nah. You know, and then you had another group is like, well, I don't wear masks, you know, because Jesus has come in the form of William Wallace, and I won't give up my freedom, you know. I mean, it, it was that, you know, what, what do you do? Yeah, you know, that's what, <laughs> you know, and like I said, you know, at the beginning, and you know, there's, it's, eating and drinking is all through here, and then you, you start looking, and there were, there were problems, you know, that surrounded these, these meals, you know, now, you know, the culture was different then, you know, or it's not the same as it is for us, you know, here in the States, Right? And, you know, we, you know, we can't relate to a lot, a lot of this, you know, how, how they did things. But, you know, the meals were important, you know, but yet they, they exposed problems and, or, you know, just showed us what we were. Mercy, I'm running out of time. You know, in Jude, it talks about these, these men, you know, talking about the shepherds of that day, you know, these men are blemishes, you know, shepherds who feed only themselves, I mean, there was just, there was some major poop on the floor. You know, in 1 Corinthians 5, you know, talking about the immoral man. You know, he's doing stuff the pagans won't even do. And Paul says, don't eat with him. You know, in, in 2 Thessalonians, you know, Paul, you know, is given some more direction and said, you know, hey, you know, if you don't, if a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. You know, there, there was some kind of problem there, you know, that this, you know, coming to the table, you know, exposes. So now, so in Galatians, two and 11 or 12, you know, we have, we now have Peter himself, you know, embroiled in a, in a bit of a mess you know, the, the guy who Jesus himself told, you know, hey, this is my priority, you know, gets in the middle of something, you, you know, and it's, it's on the floor. You know, 2.11, when, when Peter came to Antioch, this is Paul writing, I opposed him to his face because he was clearly in the wrong. Before certain men came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles, but when they arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group. So again, we have another example of, you know, over overeating, you know, just exposed this hypocrisy and, 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 and drew attention to it. You know, and, and Paul had to confront 
and and say you know hey hey this is this is not cool first corinthians 11 you know which is is often quoted you know as we as we you know partake of the table and it starts off in this way this passage in verse 11 17 in the following directives i have no praise for you for your meetings do more harm than good holy smoke in the first place i hear that when you come together as a church there are divisions among you and to some extent i believe it no doubt there have to be differences among you to show which of you have god's approval when you have come together it is not the lord's supper you eat for as you eat, each of you goes ahead without waiting for anybody else. One remains hungry, another gets drunk. You know, don't you have homes to eat and drink in, or do you despise the church of God and humiliate those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you for this? Certainly not. You know, and then he, he goes on, we'll, we'll come back to that. So, I, want, I wanted to interject a little bit of, of my testimony here, you, you know, because I realized this year it's it was, it's my 40th um, year of from graduating high school, and that's also the year that I really, you know, gave my heart to God, and I I was raised, you know, in a Christian family. I was raised being taken to church. You know, I I walked the aisle when I was 11, and I and I knew what I was doing. I knew I was being pulled. I knew you know God was calling, and I responded. You know, but the the church I was in, you know that, you know that was everybody kind of like, whew, he's in. You, you know, and then there was nothing after that. You, you know, so I kind of floundered as as I as I grew up. You know, and then got into high school. Of course, it was in a small town. You know, I had the same group of buddies from second grade on. You know, and I, I was getting into mischief. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a devil child by any stretch. You, you know, but I, I got into my share of trouble. You know, and I, I knew there was more. I knew there was more. But I didn't know how or where to get it. And I, I would not go to bed at night without praying you know god i know you know i know you've called me i know you know i've responded but i don't there's something missing here you know please don't let me die and go to hell <laughs> that's i was afraid you, you know i literally was afraid you know and so when i you know in in my senior year of high school i had one of my buddies you know, really get saved and get on fire for God, you know, and, and, you know, he would come and he'd start preaching to me and I'd be like, dude, you know, I mean, I grew up in Sunday school. I'm sorry. I, I knew some things about the Bible and I'm like, you just need to, you just need to stand back, buddy. I know what you've done. <laughs> and, you know, so eventually I went to a, a, a youth revival with him and you know in the in the course of that night you know god really met me you know because i went in all with the attitude 
you know, of I know the plan of salvation, you know, is on the back of the bulletin. You know that you read, I read my whole life because there was nothing else to do during the sermons besides count ceiling tiles, you know, and, and wait, you know, when is this over? You, you know, but God, God showed up to me that night, you know, and changed me top to bottom, inside and out. And it's been, it's been not, you know, I've never, I've never had to look back. Thank God I've never, you know, I've never, I don't say that boastfully, I've never had a crisis of faith because he met me and I know him. And I am so happy and but I, you know there's three things i've i've noticed you know like the the commercial that says you know i know a thing or two because i've seen a thing or two you know you learn a few things in 40 years and I've, there's three things that i i've kind of learned that in every encounter with god there there's three things that i think should happen number one is a perspective because it, it becomes very clear on who is god and who is not I mean, it's absolutely clear. <laughs> you know, Brant, you're not it. You know, number two, there's always a path correction. There's always a readjustment. You know, my, my way is not the right way. You know, the goal is not to make a better version of me because even the best version of me is so miserable, it doesn't compare you know, to the transformed me, you know, where where Brant dies, you know, and, and God is raised up. And the third thing is there's restoration, there's forgiveness, there's great grace, there's cleansing, there's burdens lifted, there's chains broken, and you walk away knowing that you knowing that you knowing, you know, that Jesus is it. And he is the answer. And I don't need anything else. Those three things, to me, are at the, at the basis of every encounter with God. You know, if somehow we've got, you know, we get to number three, and it's, it's just rejoicing. You know, you know, the, you know, the scriptures talk about when people left Jesus, they went away rejoicing. You know, because they had got what they needed. You know, so as we come back to 1 Corinthians 11, you know, it's like, well, what's the remedy to this? So let's pick up again in 25. For I received from the Lord that what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The remedy is remembering him. You know, and it's not in a, you know, let's just bow our heads for 10 seconds and give Jesus a I remember you 
you know it, it's it's remember him you know it's remember you know those those three things we just talked about it's it's remembering what he did what he's called us to what his priorities are you know and and finding perspective finding a readjustment and then finding the blessing you know of that life you know that's that's our remedy you know is is doing these things in view of him because of him for him all of these things that's that's the remedy you know it, it's more than an acknowledgement take care of my sheep peter slash church so the takeaway you know as like i said there's there's a lot that goes on around these meals you know our character is 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 changed you know if if we're if we are involved if we are in it you know the the takeaway is that we are maturing enough you know hopefully we mature enough to keep the poop on the floor to a minimum you know if we there's always going to be there you know my dad i got a little haughty once with my dad you know after i had become mr christian you know and i would you know talk about the little country church we grew up in you know i would blah 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 you know you know not be a wise son and he's like boy let me tell you something you know if you find a perfect church get out because you are going to ruin it <laughs> all right touche touche dad touche on that one i'll give you that one but the ultimate goal the ultimate goal is to be with jesus you know because i appreciate you know ethan said it this morning and you know and talking about it before we we took of the lord's supper he's waiting he is waiting for us he said i'm not going to eat this again until i can eat it with you and he's waiting for us he's he's excitedly waiting anticipating I'm going to get to eat this meal again, you know, with my family. And, and, you know, that's a joy. That's a thing to look forward to. So this morning, you know, that's, you know, what I, what I have for you, you know, you, as we think more of the, you know, the feed my lambs, you know, that's, that's why we're here. You know, that's why we try to take care of each other. You know, because this is all important. Whether or not you want to call feeding my lambs, you know, feeding them spiritual or feeding them physically, you know, they both they both go together. And, you know, that we we keep our perspective and we we do our best to please the Lord. <laughs>